1: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
0: Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for fifty percent off. Visit RosettaStone.com/rs10. That's fifty percent off unlimited access to twenty-five language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your fifty percent off at RosettaStone.com/rs10 today.
1: Welcome to Unhappy Hour, the show where we bitch about all the things we love to hate every single week. I'm your host, Matt Bellisai. i the studio, right across from my co-host and producer, Barry Finkel. Hi, Barry. Oh my God.
2: Hey, Matt.
1: Guess what? It's our fourth oh to last God, episode. What is happening on our fourth to last ever episode of Unhappy Hour? We're going to kick things off, as always, with a little ranting Then we got worse things first, where I shout about the stupidest, most ridiculous, worst news of the week. And after that, guess what? We are diving deep into all of the good stuff that helps the bad trick go down easier. What are you yeah. talking about? What do you mean? You heard me right. You, you, you get, dumb you get piece the of shit
2: confused in the order of the script yeah
1: you you heard me right it's Thanksgiving week and we thought we'd be a couple of grateful little bitches set down our complaining swords (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they are weapons and actually do a whole deep dive just about stuff that we love. Will we be able to get through this entire deep dive without complaining? Only one way to find out. And then finally, guess what? We're gonna get into (laughs) all the good stuff that helps the bad shit go down easier with our official chasers of the week. So let's get into it, let's do it, let's start the show. All right, Barry, it's our fourth to last episode. I will (laughs) punch you in the face. I love that. It sounds as if I'm the one who's making it, like...
2: You're, like, like, (laughs) excited to
1: fucking decapitate (laughs) us. Like, I'm the one who's excited that the show is ending, and you're the one that's crying and sobbing.
2: Right, right. But actually, we're both just like,
1: okay. Yeah, we're both... (laughs) I just love the fact that we're counting down to our yeah, final episode. That's true. It I just—I
2: think sometimes countdowns, like you're counting down to a good thing, but also sometimes countdowns can be bombs. Yeah. And I don't want to end with an explosion. Fingers
1: crossed. Nuclear war.
2: First, they come for Poland. <laughs> next,
1: New York City. <laughs> oh, we we laugh because um, it's gonna happen. <laughs> And there's no way to stop that. That
2: would be really funny if our last episode is also the last day of America and Earth.
1: Yeah. Uh, um, but i mean you know democracy lives another day that's a good thing at hey. least right um well <laughs> whether it will live to see 2024 we'll see anyway <laughs> what is your gripe of the week
2: my gripe of the week is that i was sitting at the laundromat yesterday and i was like ba do news was on and they had fucking news How about the Macy's Day Parade? And I'm sorry, but I just don't give a fuck. I don't care about parades except for pride parades, but I especially don't care about the Macy's Day Parade. It's just a bunch of big balloons. I like hot air balloons, but I just don't get it. I don't understand how people actually derive enjoyment from going and spending a bunch of time outside in late november to watch large balloons go by yeah. um i don't understand it i don't get it i don't like it frankly and that, yeah, it upsets me.
1: I think, yeah, we have like kind of outlived the use of a parade. Yeah, it's like, like we have TV and TikTok. Right. There was a time when a big balloon was the best thing you were ever going to see. Oh, of course. It was like a pair of tits and then a big <laughs> balloon. <laughs> They'd knock your socks right off. Yeah. But now it's like you and I were actually having this conversation recently, I think. Was it you? Will be, we'll find out in a sec. Because there was some guy on TikTok, ring the TikTok bell, I know, who was like, look, we were not meant to see this many hot people.
2: Oh, yeah, no, we were like talking about day. this. Yeah, no, it's that I didn't see that TikTok that you were talking about, but I brought it up because I just kept seeing so many hot people uh-huh. on TikTok. And I was like, I got to a certain point where I was like, there are people who are as hot as celebrities right? who just live their daily lives. Yeah. So maybe... It actually takes like TikTok and Instagram and all these things actually takes the power away from being hot because it's not as special as we thought.
1: Right, they're it's everywhere. Like hot inflation. Yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs> There's it's too about many hot people. Supply and demand.
1: That, yeah, that's exactly the point. Is it's like it used to be like they launched a war over Helen of Troy mm-hmm. because she was so fucking hot and they were like, we've never seen anybody this hot before. We're going to literally send thousands of men to war. Even though that's not even a real history. It was just like a myth. Right. Which still fucks me up. I get really
2: up. confused about Odysseus and like right. what was fake and what wasn't.
1: Right. Like it's not even based on real history. It was just like a myth. But is it? But, but Was it? Is
2: it? Nobody knows.
1: Um, I mean, I guess Odysseus like, you know, fought monsters and... <laughs> like, got turned into a pig or whatever. Uh, so probably not really. <laughs> but anyway, the point is, um, we see far too many hot people now and it devalues hot people, yeah. Um, which is fine, actually. And it's
2: great for me, personally. How did we
1: get on that topic? I'm forgetting, actually. Macy's Day Parade. Oh, right. Which is like, yeah, similarly, the value of a big balloon is now greatly devalued. Yeah. it's like, seen it, done it. Okay. Right.
2: Especially when, like, everyone has balloon arches for, like, their birthday party now. Right. Like, it's like, okay.
1: Yeah, you can go to Party City and get a 50-foot balloon. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. Also, the only acceptable vantage point, I think, for the Macy's Day Parade would be, like, the Seinfeld episode, where it's right next to their window. Yeah.
2: No, that sounds fun. But— And kind of scary. Yeah. But also fun. Anyway, what <laughs> what's
1: your gripe this week? <laughs> My gripe—well, I brought— Miss Truffles to the groomer for the very first time today. Oh, my God. Because I'm getting ready to go home for Thanksgiving. I'll be there for like a week and a half in Chicago. It will be the first time that Truffles and my mom's dog, Carly... Once again, K and two E's of on course. that name. Uh, we'll be meeting, and I just want Truffles to look her best when of, she inevitably faces her death.
2: <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> I um, just I, because like yes, it's the first time that they are meeting. I also want to make it clear for the listeners, for the winos out there, it's the first time Carly will see a creature <laughs> other than humans. Right. Period. She uh, She has never seen another
1: dog. She has rarely been outside full stop. Um, Maybe she's seen squirrels through the window. mm, No, she can't really see outside. Yeah, so this is about to rock
2: her (laughs) fucking world.
1: (laughs) She has been, like, to the vet. Right, oh,
2: that's true, that's true. And she was born, so, like, at some point she saw...
1: But I was sending my mom videos on YouTube of, like, how to, like, introduce two dogs to each other. And um, the one video that I happened to send her was, like, how to introduce a new puppy to, like, your senior dog. And my mom was like, well, she's not a senior dog. And I was like, yeah, but the basic principles (laughs) still apply. It's an older dog, and she's going to have a young dog coming into her territory. Right. Also, she's never met a dog before. (laughs) I don't know. Everyone's very optimistic. We'll see. Yeah. Um, but my gripe is not that. My gripe oh. is that I took her to the groomers and ended up paying like a hundred and sixty dollars. <laughs> that is, is that insane. is like
2: more than I paid to cut my human hair. Yeah.
1: They, uh,
2: of course. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't understand what they. You did scoffed to her. at
2: that. That's actually not that crazy of an amount for like a woman's haircut in new york city just to be clear (laughs) i realized when
1: i scoffed yeah Yeah. that that is probably true yeah it is
2: more than i pay for my haircuts but you know that is like kind of which is insane i'm not defending it that's insane
1: yeah i mean granted i went in just expecting them to kind of like trim her face and give her a bath and cut her nails but then it was like oh the groomer was like yeah i do think like this is hair. It's yeah, not a
2: shape and a color. <laughs> <laughs> I got.
1: Yeah. So she walked Styling. out. She's fully red and green now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> she no, I was she just looks like... like a turkey for Thanksgiving.
1: <laughs> I do. Yeah. I don't really know how we got to that number. But that's now I know. Yeah. Now she's I know.
2: How many pounds? 13. She's
1: 13 pounds. That is.
2: I'm like they made a mistake when they sent you the invoice. That's. Yeah crazy
1: yeah i don't believe i'll be going back to that one (laughs) i will be finding another do you take putty to a groomer no
2: he sheds so he doesn't need to get his hair cut and we give him baths
1: right realistically from now on i'm just gonna hatch her up myself (laughs) (laughs) whatever it'll be she'll look nice for the season and um it's too late (laughs) and and there goes that money (laughs) yeah but that is wild it was truly appalling. In like to be fair, yeah, I didn't know what it was gonna cost when I went there. They don't give you any estimate because it's like dependent on the size of the dog and everything. They, but, but my it, friend Ariel's dog, who yeah. is huge, yeah. she was like, Yeah, we spend like a hundred bucks. So I was like, oh, truffles should be like half of that. If if not. Yeah, that is (laughs) like twice as much.
2: I don't understand. I think that it's because truffles every time she sees me is so excited to see me. She pisses herself and then immediately rolls in it. Yeah. And so my theory is that the amount of times that that has happened has like fundamentally changed her hair, right? And they had to like really do some deep grooming.
1: Yeah, my other gripe, I would say, is the fact that we know this happens every time, and yet take no action to prevent it. Well, every... What
2: are we gonna do? What do you want me to do about it?
1: Sorry that I'm there, and that she loves me so much, she pisses herself. Yeah, we need to just preempt it a little bit better. Okay, we but I that. take responsibility. Right,
2: I'm like, you want to put her on the little pad, and I come to over to the pad. That's yeah. totally, we can do that.
1: I am hoping that because. Realistically, the most people that Truffles has really interacted with, besides the people we inside. pass on the yeah, street, right at once, is is like a handful of people, right. for a few hours at a time. And this will be the first time that she is around other people consistently right, for like days right. at a time. And so I'm hoping it will devalue the other people in her eyes.
2: <laughs> wow, I'm gonna have to really, um, I'm gonna have to really sit with that because yeah. I, I I'm not ready to return to New York and see her and not have her love me as much um but it's just a I'm just gonna have to work on that myself
1: it's just like okay maybe she won't lose her shit as as wildly as she does which, which is, is for okay the with me it's for the best because
2: it. It, it is pretty gross right <laughs> I don't love the piddle part is funny and cute right it's then her immediately rolling in it that is less cute and then I'm like I don't want to pet you yeah <laughs> but I still do because I love her after I wipe her down or you wipe her down
1: right right yeah Anyway, so so, my little bud, yeah, she did look so horrified to be left at the groomers. Like, like it was as if I was sending her to like the butcher. I
2: mean, you were.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Um, they were. They had to like drag her by the leash.
2: Yeah, and then you were like, "Mama's day out, (laughs) gonna go drink wine at the bar."
1: Yeah. But we'll see. I am a little nervous about what's going to happen at the airport and on the airplane, but...
2: Yeah, is the vet giving you any drugs for her?
1: N- no. I mean, I remember growing up, our Yorkie that I grew up with would always...
2: With, the, with multiple rows of teeth?
1: Yeah. Love her. I mean, she was like an inbred monster <laughs> <laughs> who did have, like, shark teeth. Mm-hmm. Um, Molly, the Yorkie. She... Would always throw up on road trips, and mm. so we started giving her like children's Benadryl, right? And it makes them drowsy. And I was looking that up, and it, Google sort of says like, don't if you can do it without it, then do it right. without it. And because I've never traveled with her before, it's like this is the test case. Yeah, and then, that's true. Yeah. So I kind of just you have could to, bring
2: you could bring CBD treats with you.
1: Mm, that's true. And, yeah, that and if yeah, and if she's like me.
2: starting to freak out, then it's like you don't have to wait until the end of the trip to decide to give her a little something to help right and cbd treats probably would calm him down a bit
1: yeah i've never given her those before
2: okay well maybe give her (laughs) one before you fly just in case
1: anyway fingers crossed that i face no issues at the airport that they let her through um that she's not added to the no fly list and that (laughs) um she and carly don't murder one another
2: that's a lot that's a lot on the plate but still a delicious thanksgiving meal
1: um. do we have any wino rants to, yeah, to play? Yeah,
0: let's check them out.
1: Let's do it.
0: Hi, Matt and Barry. Um, my name's Stacy. I feel like one thing that I hate that everyone loves is fucking grass. It's so wow. fucking disgusting because animals, you know what they do? They poop
3: in the yeah. grass All and over. then people
0: lay down their little picnic blankets and just roll mm-hmm. around in it and it's fucking <laughs> yeah. disgusting. And yeah. It gives me the worst anxiety and everyone at work thinks I'm fucking weird. I work for a vet's office so we have to take the dogs out in the grass and I just refuse to step in it because I know that even when you pick the poop up, there's still the poop reminisce on the grass. You can't yeah. tell me I'm <laughs> wrong. Alright, thank you. Goodbye.
2: Oh, yeah. I think about this literally daily because we walk our dog in Fort Greene Park right. every single morning, and then later in the day when I like walk around again, I see people sitting on the grass, and I'm like, "You don't understand that there we're hundreds of dogs here this morning. Like, the poop is one thing, but to me, it's more the piss. The piss yeah. is everywhere, and it just it's all over the place."
1: Here's the thing, though, um, just to play devil's advocate: mm-hmm. What is life if not poop and pee? Wow. Like literally.
2: Wow. It's
1: like all that is what feeds the earth. Well, I'm not that is what makes the grass grow. Well,
2: it also actually kills the grass. But, well, yeah. you know, for um, sure. sure, Yeah, just to play devil's advocate, sure. That totally tracks for sure. Um, no. Also, like, grass is itchy. Yeah. If you're allergic to it, which obviously we are.
1: Oh, yeah. That is my big beef with grass is yeah. that it is I'm allergic to it, which yeah. is insane because it's like everywhere. It's everywhere. Uh, a, this is why you bring a picnic blanket. Of course. Um, and, you know, you just soak that thing down. Yeah. Uh, Afterwards. Right. B, this is related to my complaint, which is a fall complaint. And that is the practice of jumping into leaves, which sounds so beautiful. It's like, oh, my God, leaves are so soft and crunchy. And it's like then you jump into it and you realize you're just jumping into a bed of decaying plants that are covered in bugs Mm -hmm. that are absolutely writhing with. Life. I don't ever want to do that again. Yeah. I, re- I remember the exact moment in my youth where I jumped and I was laying in the leaves and then I get like started to feel bug bites <laughs> in several spots. And I was like, oh, right. This is fucking disgusting. <laughs> and I'm never going outside again. Right.
2: Snow piles. Fine.
1: Yeah, because you can see, you can see it. everything.
2: But yeah, that's the other thing about grass, too, is it's like you think of grass as just being the top layer, but like there's so much it happening goes down underneath. So far. Right. And I don't want to think about that. And
1: that's the other thing, especially in Manhattan. Yeah. Bodies everywhere, bodies,
2: rats all yeah. over.
1: Yeah. Great complaint. Yeah, thank
2: you so much for calling in. Yeah. And we actually have another Ooh. wino who called in, so let's, let's hear that one. Hi, Matt and Barry, this is Alex, and I may or may not be at work right now in a fucking grocery store, and I'm responsible for all the holiday bullshit that we have to deal with every goddamn year, Halloween all the way through
3: Easter, and I
2: just want to say fuck holidays. Just fuck them. <laughs> all of them. So over it. Every single holiday is just a pain in the fucking ass. Hmm. Anyway... Love you both. So sorry the podcast is ending, but I know y'all will move on to bigger and better things. Bye.
1: Aww. Well, we'll see, maybe. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can I can empathize with the fact that for a huge swath of people, the holiday season is absolutely terrible. It's work. Especially if you're just like a casual shopper, you walk into any store and like suddenly they turn over that holiday stuff so quickly. Oh yeah. You go into a CVS, well, it depends on the CVS because yeah. almost every CVS looks like it's been hit by <laughs> a nuclear missile. Absolutely, Every CVS looks like it's it's under invasion. Yeah. <laughs> but they turn that holiday aisle over. Oh, yeah. In the blink of an eye. I
2: mean, no, you'd think that it would help you to know what day it is and like what month it is. But it's so it's also so far ahead yeah. that I'm like, well, I don't even understand what season I'm in right now.
1: I should do all of my holiday shopping at, at the seasonal aisle of a grocery store. Because mm. they got some good stuff sometimes. Yeah, It's always the weirdest shit imaginable, yeah. but it's a, it's a real ragtag bunch. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I do empathize with that. Also, just any retail worker for the entire months of Dece- November and December, yeah, national heroes. Yeah,
2: absolutely. The we should fact be clapping that- at 7 p.m. for them. Remember when we clapped every day? <laughs> 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 yeah.
1: <laughs> that people were singing out of windows. Yeah, yeah that was pretty desperate. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Aww. I just I I worked in retail one holiday season and yeah, people are crazy.
2: I'm surprised you're even here to tell the tale.
1: Me too. And I'm, I got a hemorrhoid, I remember. Oh. And I had to From po- the
2: stress?
1: I think standing that much was like my body was like, what's happening? And then <laughs> blood vessels just started exploding. <laughs> and then I had to put one of those pads up my butt. Ew. Anyway, shout out to um, our winos for calling in. Thank you. Thank and you. Uh, once again, the Rant Hotline remains open. Mm-hmm. We will be doing a full Rant Hotline episode. Two episodes from now, we're going to do our final Rant Hotline yeah, deep dive. So. You better
2: be calling in. Get your last rant hotline in. But also, just a little note, we are not having an episode next week. Correct. um, Because we will be probably baking pies during the time we normally would be recording.
1: (gasps) Yes. I'm going to bake a pie.
2: Speaking of baking pies and things that we love, should we head into the deep dive?
1: No, we have our fucking worst things first. God damn it. We've only done it for 230 episodes. (laughs) Okay, fine. We can keep it that way. That's fine. now let's get into the headlines. Alright, worst things first. Let's chat about the worst news of the week first. A woman was left baffled after the package containing what she thought was a pair of secondhand Levi jeans that she ordered from a seller on Depop. Have you heard of Depop? Of course I've heard of Depop. Never heard of it until Alex today. used
2: to be like a verified seller.
1: <laughs> yeah, I had no idea at first because this was from like the Daily Mirror, one of the British websites. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, that must be a weird British website. No, no it's an incredibly popular reselling website. <laughs> <laughs> I've just never heard of it before because I don't buy pre-owned stuff.
2: Right, because you're afraid of
1: ghosts. I did buy a pre-owned book for like one of the first times on Amazon, a used book. Uh-huh. And to be fair, I paid like $10 for it, uh-huh. but it still has a tag on it and the tag says $4.99. And I was like, you dick. You doubled the price and didn't even have the courtesy to take the tag off of it. Wow. Anyway, so this woman ordered a pair of secondhand Levi jeans from a seller on Depop. What she got instead when she opened up her package was a bag of small onions. (laughs) Which could not be worse, in my opinion. Right.
2: Yeah. You can't wear an onion.
1: No. I mean, perhaps it depends on how brittle the casing is Mm. because you could sew together. Have you ever tried to get a knife through the outside of an onion and it's like rubbery? Impossible. Yeah. It's like you can sharpen your knife to the point of like a spear and it will not penetrate that rubbery outside of an onion. Yeah. So you might be able to sew that together. That's true. But and that takes just, a
2: lot of work. And when you're like buying jeans, you think the jeans are going to come. But instead, it's
1: a bag a of bunch small of onions. onions. The best part was this is really just from an Instagram post that this entire article was written about. <laughs> Good journalism. Um, love it. They posted the screenshot of this person's um, text message with the seller or communication. And it started with them being like, hello. Before I open a deep pop case for this, do you have any reasonable explanation why I just received a parcel with onions in it instead of the jeans I ordered? <laughs> <laughs> and then the seller said, what? Um, I'm honestly really confused. What the hell? What the fuck? I don't understand. What do you mean onions? <laughs> Sorry, I'm really confused. I sent the Levi's. Did it look open to you? I am adding that tone of voice, obviously, because right, yeah. I'm just assuming that they were pretending to be surprised. Right, yeah.
2: What do you What do you mean? Onions? I've never even heard of an onion, that kind of thing.
1: I 100% could believe that this person did accidentally chop up their jeans and put it in chili. <laughs> <laughs> and just kind of got the two packages confused. Yeah, yeah, I mean, all of the a lot of the comments on this Instagram post were like, i am willing to bet that the delivery person like opened your package and swapped onions out or something. I mean, placing the blame on a yeah, delivery person. yeah,
2: come on, after all they do for you,
1: I had no idea. I mean, I suppose I have the luxury of living in a building that has we have, like, the Amazon lockers, lockers. Yeah, 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 yeah. but I don't think I realized until I see on TikTok. Um, again, this is where I get all my news. <laughs> of course, how widespread the epidemic of package stealing is in this country. Oh yeah, no, it's huge. Yeah, like half of the TikToks I get are people chasing down thieves yeah. on their ring cameras because someone pulled up and is stealing their packages. Right,
2: right, right. It's it's a it's a big thing. People uh, people get their packages stolen.
1: Yeah, you can't trust anybody.
2: No, it is. Pretty funny though, because like it's not even weight wise, like onions are heavy, you know. <laughs> yeah. Like, of all the things to if someone were to steal a package and put something else inside, first of all, that's never a thing. Right. I've never had a package stolen where they opened it up, placed something do, like, else as a decoy, yeah, yeah, and then like you know, taped it back up all nice. No, they just fucking take your package and run, right. But if they were to do it, onions is a hilarious thing to put in.
1: I think the only reason you would do it is if you get to see the person's face when they open it. Mm -hmm. And it's like, what's the point of putting something hilarious like onions if you don't even get to see the reaction? Right. My theory is still going to be that the seller accidentally chopped up pants.
2: Yeah, no, I mean, that's 100% what happened.
1: And used it in like a quiche. Yeah. Anyway, no resolution. We have no idea what happened. (laughs) Next, a woman, this starts out sad, but uh, okay. a woman who buried her dog no. after being told it was hit by a car. Was shocked when her dog came walking back through the door. What? Which begs the question: What the fuck did she bury? <laughs>
2: I don't. I don't understand. Was this a zombie dog?
1: So this woman was heartbroken after her Springer Spaniel oh, Maisie. I love
2: Springer Spaniels.
1: Maisie darted off on this bonfire night when.
2: Uh, I know what that is.
1: Is it like a national holiday? It's a holiday? national
2: holiday in the UK. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. I was in the UK for it one year.
1: It is was, that November fifth? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so it's Guy Fawkes Day, mm-hmm. but we just don't want to use his name.
2: Yeah, so we just are like bonfires and fireworks.
1: I can never remember, was like Guy Fawkes kind of like we were on his side or not?
2: Oh, I have no idea. I just remember it was like a school party for my like nine year old cousin. And we like went, and like one of the teachers was the DJ and was just like playing house music. And right. we were like, this is a different culture for sure.
1: Because he wanted to kill Queen Elizabeth the oh. first and blow up all the Protestants. Right, 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 right. I don't remember if that was like, oh yeah, let's like fuck the monarchy, or if it was more like Catholic terrorism.
2: Mm, I think Probably it was more Catholic terrorism. <laughs> terrorism. Yeah. And then they're like, he didn't do it, so let's all blow shit up ourselves for fun. Right.
1: Is that right, British people? Probably not.
2: (laughs) Okay. Right in. Call the Rant Hotline. Please, if you're British, please call the Rant Hotline. And
1: explain Bonfire Night.
2: Yeah. Also, just we want to hear your accents. Yeah. So that we can practice them better.
1: Yeah. There was Bonfire Night. There were fireworks. Maisie, the Springer Spaniel, got spooked, ran off into the forest. They spent days searching for her. And then this woman got a call that was like, look, we found your dog flattened on the road. And so she took the flattened remains of what she thought was her dog and buried it. And then miraculously, a few days later, she gets a call that was like, you're never going to fucking believe this. Maisie is alive. Oh my <laughs> god. Not only is she not flattened, she's not in the ground, she is alive. Wow. And I guess she must have been microchipped because it said that she had covered a span of like 17 miles, only suffered a mild eye infection, okay, but was gone for like, you know, at a least while. Uh, yeah, at least a week probably. Oh. I'm Um, so happy for Maisie. It turned out that the woman had most likely unsuspectingly buried um, a fox.
2: Mm. Well, I'm glad that that fox got a proper burial.
1: That's true. That fox probably wouldn't have gotten a proper burial otherwise.
2: Yeah. So really a happy story all around, except for the fact that the fox got flattened. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yeah. (laughs) Next, officers at JFK seized $450,000 of cocaine from a traveler who was smuggling the drugs in the wheels of their wheelchair. Shiro, Shiro, Shiro. Shiro. I was talking about this on my radio show that you can listen to oh, every Thursday, 5 p.m. Eastern. Web Wound Up. <laughs> the Weekly Web Wound Up. Not this exact story, but there was another story of a guy who was like a boxing champion or someone or a wrestling person who was accused of smuggling a billion dollars worth of cocaine. And I was like, I have no clue how big the cocaine market is.
2: Right. Also, how much is a billion dollars worth? I tried to
1: do the math live on air. This is what you're missing out (laughs) on, folks, if you're not listening. I was literally trying to break down, like, how much is a bump of cocaine? (laughs) How many bumps are in a gram? How many grams are in an ounce? All of that stuff. professor
2: Bellasai. So it's
1: like... Truly, how much cocaine are we talking about right. here? I don't know. Cocaine is a huge market yeah. and guess who's getting into it?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we're canceling the pod so we can become drug dealers. Drug dealers. Um
1: <laughs> Kingpins, I would say. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm not just going to be a low-level employee. No, are you fucking kidding me? I'm going to have an empire. I want a sprawling estate in Mexico with armed guards.
2: Yeah, I'm putting the the cocaine in CEO.
1: Because you know what? It's time gay people took control of the drug trade. Amen. I would like to see a homosexual drug kingpin.
2: Is that so much to ask for? It shouldn't be. No, it's all about representation, and that's why you're doing it. It's for your people. <laughs>
1: So yeah, this person got busted at JFK, four hundred fifty thousand dollars worth of cocaine, which is twenty eight pounds.
2: Oh, that's actually very helpful for the math. So then, how much would a billion be? Do the math live on air. This is a sound for you to. So you do
1: one billion times twenty eight divided by four hundred fifty thousand. And then do, you'll get do, the price per do, kilo. Do. Why don't
2: you fucking do it then? No. Don't look at me and ask me to do it. Jesus. I gave you a song and everything.
1: I'll do the math in my head later. Oh, um,
2: great. That'll be so useful and helpful for everyone on this podcast.
1: <laughs> how do you... 28 oh, okay. divided by 450,000. Is that how you would do it? No. 450,000 divided by 28 would be 16,000 for a kilo. So what is 1000000000 Divided by 16,000. Oh, <laughs> so $1 billion of cocaine would be 62,000 kilos.
2: Mm. See, the issue with that is I have no idea what a fucking
1: kilo is. Okay, five hundred <laughs> kilos to pounds.
2: Uh-huh.
1: That would be 137,000 pounds of okay, cocaine.
2: Okay, that's... A lot of cocaine. I thought you were just going to say 137. And I was like, OK, so like that's less than I even leg press. So
1: you thought 62,000 <laughs> kilos were 37, 137 pounds. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I probably did that math wrong. Yeah, but... <laughs> probably.
2: But, you know, here we are to say she's a shiro for smuggling all that cocaine in her wheelchair. I'm so sorry you got busted, baby girl. I hope you're doing all right.
1: I just got to, you know, um, as the podcast is winding down, one of the things that I love to do on this show is give people advice on how to commit crimes. Of course. And I would say if you're going to try smuggling this much cocaine, I feel like you need to use a technology more advanced than the wheel. Mm, One of the earliest machines. truly one of
2: the first.
1: Yeah. I just like we have advanced as a society far enough to use an x-ray machine that can see inside of it. And finally, a gamer nearly died after downing 12 cans of energy drinks in 10 minutes to impress his colleagues. Obviously. Obviously. Uh, and according to doctors, his pancreas had begun to digest itself. <laughs> Because of the high level of sugar, caffeine, and chemicals.
2: Oh, my God. Listen, I'm not good at math, but that seems like more than one can a minute. Yeah,
1: that is shocking. we so many. I also can't imagine that it is rare because <laughs> of the people that I know who drink energy drinks, they drink energy drinks. Yeah, it's that like is a their whole life source. Yeah, and listen, I dabble in Red Bull. You know, here and there— Mix it with a good alcoholic beverage, sure, you sure. know. Does it feel like you're playing God and flying a little close to the sun? Sure, yeah, you know. You say it gives
2: you wings,
1: it does exactly, yeah. And if I've learned anything gramicurous, go for it's it, it's
2: great, yeah.
1: But yeah, I cannot imagine 12 cans of it in 10 minutes. This story comes from a YouTube channel for a doctor who, like, I guess just, like, talks about his patients. (laughs) It cannot be legal. (laughs) But they use, like, anonymous names and everything. It's not just, like, completely spilling gossip. Uh uh (laughs) But, yeah, he said this patient came in experiencing heart flutters, had back pain. Apparently, to deal with the back pain, they took a shot of alcohol. Oh,
2: right. Yeah. Cool, cool.
1: (laughs) And then threw up and then um, eventually went to the hospital, did not immediately admit that they had drank 12 cans of uh, energy drinks because they were embarrassed. As they should have been. Uh, but when the doctor was like, whoa, your pancreas is literally eating itself, <laughs> they found out, oh, they drank 12 energy drinks. And um, yeah, they, he got better, I guess. Okay. He was he was admitted to the hospital. He threw up on the nurse's shoes. Wow. And um, yeah.
2: He's probably going to die
1: alone. <laughs> My favorite part of this, and you can look this up, of this story is that they don't have the original person because it's not like a, you know, this is like an anonymous story. Right. So they just have like a reenactment of it. And it's just like they just found this like gamer looking guy that you can imagine and just had him like doubled over in front of a computer. (laughs) (laughs)
2: So needed that. Thank you so much, TV journalism. It
1: does remind me of this show that my mom watches that I'm sure I'm going to have to watch when I'm home in Chicago. Um, There is, like, I think it's on TLC, and it's, like, a show basically like this where, like, doctors talk about their, like, crazy wild patient stories. Uh Uh, But the real doctors participate in the reenactments. (laughs) So it's, like... (laughs) Am I watching a documentary or am I watching like a terrible reenactment? Because none of them are actors. They're all horrible actors. (laughs) I was like, I'm so confused. Is this like real or is it not real? It was so confusing. I don't remember what the name of the show is called, but it is a wild show to watch because it is trippy. Anyway, that is it for this week's Worst Things First. Next, it's giving thanks. (laughs) Uh Deep dive, deep dive, deep dive, deep dive, deep dive. Deep dive, deep dive, deep dive,
3: deep
1: dive. Alright, well, in honor of our fourth to last episode and the fact that the podcast is winding down, we wanted to do what we've never done before and dedicate an entire deep dive to chasers, a.k.a. the good stuff that makes the bad shit go down easier. What a clever name, by the way. I love it. You get it because like a chaser at a bar is what you get to chase down alcohol.
2: Oh. Right? Oh, that's why we have that.
1: Yeah. Remember when The New Yorker famously has a rigorous, rigorous fact-checking process, uh-huh. did an article about Pineapple Street Media and
2: – Now Pineapple Street Studios. Correct. At the time was media, yeah.
1: But um, they they – Wrote about how we had just finished recording on Happy Hour and that there were empty bottles of alcohol in the oh, studio. Oh, yeah, complete, complete fabrication.
2: fabrication. Absolutely, did not do that. Um, I think we've <laughs> drunk on this show like twice. I and know it was not when the New Yorker was there.
1: Yeah, but it, uh, yeah, I just think it was funny that the show did have a very heavy alcohol theme in the yeah, beginning, of I course, think. Yeah. And we definitely leaned into that and so many of the names of stuff yeah. are around that. But like, you we
2: know, I mean, no, did not have even when we did, drink, I didn't just
1: leave trash <laughs> in the studio. Only the tissues that fall out uh, between your legs. So it does beg the question, yeah, like was Frank Sinatra lying? <laughs> Or what's his name? Gay Talese. Was he lying when he wrote that? Oh, Frank Sin- Did Frank Sinatra really have a cold? Wow, that's my question. People who will get that, they'll love it's it. It's
2: gonna be huge <laughs> for them.
1: <laughs> anyway, so this is our entire Chaser themed deep dive. Um, these are some of the things that are bringing me joy. First up, don't come for me. My Chaser is. Not being a Swifty. I love love not being a Swifty as well. I want to clarify, I'm not not a Swifty. I'm just not a (laughs) Swifty. Okay. I don't actively dislike Taylor Swift. Got it, yeah. But seeing the trenches that Taylor Swift bands were in this week fighting for their lives yeah. on Ticketmaster. I just, I'm I'm relieved to not be a part of that narrative. Me too. And it sounds exhausting. That is a direct quote from Taylor Swift. <laughs> um, she is responsible for introducing I'd like to be excluded from the narrative <laughs> to the American lexicon and to that I'm grateful. I so, think she's you. done great work. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I've just like, I've never been like a part of the Swifty camp.
2: Yeah, and I feel like, it's too late. Like that is the, the amount of work that one would have to do, investigative work and like historical research into right. all of the meanings of every lyric. Like it's just at this point it's too much and I can't I can't try
1: now. It does sound exhausting to um read into everything that she does mm-hmm. as some type of subliminal clue that she's dropping about something that's going to happen later. Right, just give it to me straight. Exactly. I always appreciate a Beyonce approach, which is you drop some shit in the middle of the night. If you get it, you get it. If you don't, you don't. (laughs) And yeah, that's why she's the most Grammy-nominated person in history. Yeah, she is. Um, If you ignore JC, which I do. (laughs) (laughs) Technically, they're tied now. And if they do not give Best Album of the Year to Beyonce this year, we have to kill the Like, Like, there's just no question. (laughs) And I say that with full knowledge that... Adele is nominated. Harry Styles is nominated. Would I love for Harry to win Album of the Year? Yes. Not over Beyoncé. I now. cannot be over Beyoncé. Especially
2: an album like Renaissance.
1: Especially because, and I feel like Adele won the last time that mm-hmm. Beyoncé's album came out. And even Adele was like, this fucking sucks. Yeah. This is tarnished because yeah. I know that Beyoncé deserves this more than I do. Yeah. And if you disagree with that statement... You're racist. (laughs) I'll say it. I uh, The politicization of Beyonce, I mean, I guess it's been intentional, but like, it's just get over it. Beyonce (laughs) is the greatest entertainer of all time. And that is the end of that. (laughs) I don't know how this (laughs) got to this. But I just like, it used to be that like appreciating Beyonce as the greatest entertainer of all time was a given. right? And now it's like people are questioning that to the point of like no, if you like her, like, you hate America. And it's like, okay, we can do both. <laughs> 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 anyway, got <laughs> wildly on topic oh, yeah. there. <laughs> the point is, I'm relieved to have not been in the trenches of the Taylor Swift wars. And I'm also thankful for Beyonce. Yeah. Next! Audiobooks by British people.
2: Mm, 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 mm. It doesn't matter what the subject is. Doesn't matter what they're talking about. Absolutely I will not. be soothed.
1: It is to the point where if I get to an audiobook that is read by someone with an American accent, I'm like, give me my fucking money back. Yeah. Which I did too many times. Return titles on <laughs> uh, Audible, and they did ban me from returning <laughs> books. Because <laughs> I started realizing, like, you can just return an audiobook. Which I don't typically do because it's like I wanna I wanna honor an author.
2: Right. But sometimes but it's not the library.
1: Correct. Right. Sometimes I'll buy an audiobook and then I'll only listen to like twenty minutes of it and then I'll finish the book and then I'm like like finish reading it actually. Uh-huh. And then I'm like, oh, I only listen to twenty minutes of it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I can spend that on that credit on something uh-huh. else.
2: You know that you actually can borrow audiobooks from your public library.
1: Yeah, I do that. But sometimes they're not available. True. Because someone else has already borrowed them. Mm-hmm. But the point is, uh, I did that one too many times, and um, I started getting a message that said that I'm no longer allowed. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> Which, again, you know, buy books, support local bookstores. You know, you can use Libro.fm and buy audiobooks from your local bookstores.
2: Uh-huh. I call it Libro I just, it's like a library for bros.
1: I say Libro because that is... Well, it's the boy version of Libra. Oh, of and course. um I assumed it was pronounced in Spanish. <laughs> <What> anyway. <Tisha? laughs> the point is, audiobooks by British people are truly top-notch. Yeah. To the point where I'm like I would rather listen to a British person read something than actually read anything myself. That <laughs> is like better than the voice in my own head. Mm, yeah. So that's that's saying something. Next. That feeling when you hit submit order on an online purchase, there's truly nothing. If we can bottle that feeling, that would be ideal. Yeah. To the point where, like, the actual disappointment when I inevitably receive that item.
2: Not as good as when you hit submit order. There is
1: no high, like, the moment that you hit submit order.
2: It's like it's like it's like you have finished an act and yet there's still the excitement and anticipation of what's to come right. at the same time. Exactly. That's beautiful.
1: I it has reached a point where whenever I order books I don't even open the package when they get there. Because I'm like, I need to reserve the excitement of actually opening it up. Interesting. Because once I open it and see it, it's like, by the time I finish what I'm currently reading, I'm going to be over that.
2: Yeah, you're going to be ordering a new book.
1: Right. I need to maintain the excitement of still being able to open something up and see it for the first time. Wow. It's a good trick.
2: Sure. Yeah. One might say just leaving things in your cart is a good trick or right. buying it once you are ready. Yeah, but, sure. buying, but, you
1: know, buying one book at a time. Yeah. Yeah. No. Not as fun. No, because then I don't get the dopamine hit of hitting submit order. I see. Um, Other chasers. Whoever first decided to put ice in coffee.
2: Brilliant brilliant person deserves to
1: have their assy in, dick sucked
2: a a national day off like a like a federal holiday right for Columbus yeah
1: there are so many other people we should be honoring with national holidays absolutely whose contributions to the globe are greater than you know whatever the fuck Columbus did yeah which was discover India -uh. (laughs) Nuh-uh. and I know I know the first person who invented iced coffee just had stale coffee and was like how am I gonna get motherfuckers to buy this right and motherfuckers like me showed up and said, Hey bitch <laughs> <laughs> Yes, mama, salay. And then um and then they dropped ice into old coffee, charged more for it, and I ate it up. Yeah. I do believe if I've looked at the nutrition information for Starbucks drinks, specifically, I don't care about calories, specifically the milligrams of caffeine, uh-huh. a venti cold brew has more caffeine than any other drink at Starbucks. Mm-hmm. So I'm getting my hit. Uh, <laughs> do not quote me on that because I'm probably wrong. <laughs> yeah, sure, 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 sure. But I do believe that like just straight coffee has the most caffeine. Right. Because you're not adding all the other stuff. hmm this has been Science with Matt. Relatedly, the feeling of when you've had that first sip of coffee and you can immediately feel the sensation of having to take a <laughs> shit, I feel is beautiful, honestly. Yeah, it's, it's just like, like
2: everything's connected.
1: Everything I feel one with the universe. Yeah. It's like every every organ in my body is working as one unit. Yeah. And that is where I feel like the sum of all of my parts <laughs> are actually greater. Than wow. The hole yeah. is that. How is that? What it is? I think so.
2: Then the butthole,
1: <laughs> right? <laughs> um, and yeah, does my leg still hurt? And when I try to poop and put my legs up onto the squatty potty, it does strain my quad. Do you think that's actually how you strained your quad? Was actually from a <laughs> massive <of> poo? <laughs> <shitting too hard? laughs> no, no. No. My leg is wow. doing better. The bruise is Good. mostly gone. Yeah, the doctor doesn't think I'm dying.
2: That's good. A, a listener did DM me when I talked about having cold hands and was like, by the way, you could be dead right now, <laughs> you're, a,
1: you're actively having a heart attack. <laughs> and I was like,
2: cool, thank you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Can go both ways. Yeah. What other feel? The feeling when you really, really don't want to have a meeting and then oh. it gets canceled? Oh. Nothing oh, like it. Oh, the
2: satisfaction.
1: I... Yeah, just experienced it this week.
2: I was, I was like, when did I cancel a meeting on you? <laughs> <laughs> I forget you have meetings with other people. <laughs> yeah, I
1: do rarely, but right. I do. But yeah, yeah, and I was like, I am so I just the whole day was like, I really don't want to do this today.
2: Yeah. To be so fair, you I, manifested the TikTok manifestations working. That's true. Did you? You were whispering. You were like, I don't want to have a meeting.
1: Yeah, and, and it they worked. they canceled it. It worked. You're someone magical. else got sick because of my, me manifesting.
2: Oh, no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and it, to be clear, it's not always like I never want to do this thing. But some days I'm just like, I really don't feel like it today. Yeah. And when it actually all works out. Yeah. Yeah. I do appreciate that, you know, that's how you know when you're good friends with someone is that you can reach a point where it's just like I don't even have to put in effort to hang out with this person. So it doesn't even matter if I cancel. That's how little I care about it.
2: Oh, okay, sure. That's what you meant. Okay, cool,
1: cool, cool, cool. cool. No, I mostly meant that it's like, yeah, I, I can like stay in yeah. like gym shorts and throw a hat on and like it doesn't even matter. Absolutely. I don't have to like put in too much effort. No,
2: also with that kind of friend, you can also be like, yeah, I, actually, I know we had plans. I really don't feel like hanging out. And right. they be like, okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Exactly. Okay, our friendship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Next, the fact that I – oh, this is actually a good chaser. The fact that I finally, after six years of owning the television that I have, figured out how to adjust the brightness in <gasps> dark light. It took me – I – They don't want you to know. They don't want you to know unless you Google it, which I finally did after six years. Okay. Right. (laughs) Because basically my TV, I have a Samsung TV. I do like my TV. Yeah. Um, She's big. She's cute. She's been uh, solid. The problem was every time I would lower the lights to try to get, you know, moody lighting while I'm watching a movie, the TV is set to some type of like eco – setting where it would dim the tv right and because every television show now is shot in pitch blackness (laughs) you can't see shit right (laughs) and every time i tried to adjust and turn up the backlight and turn up everything it would just like ruin the picture and until i finally googled it and figured out you can just turn the eco setting off and Mm. it won't dim the light wow and um game changer
2: amazing are you killing more trees ultimately somehow yeah but it's worth it
1: i I don't care about the trees did you hear (laughs) about how much stuff i order from amazon we've (laughs) established that already um that was like i was talking with my mom today um in preparation for going home and she was i was like you know just fyi truffles has gotten she goes into the one bathroom and pees on that rug in there so i have to keep that door shut
2: Wait, which bathroom? The one that I'm? Yeah. Oh, you know that I, like, bring her in with me <laughs> sometimes, so maybe it's also because she sees me peeing.
1: <laughs> She's like... I mean, yeah, it's a bathroom. She yeah. gets the general idea. Right, it's like, yeah. But the couple of times where I'm like, okay, I'll try leaving this door open. I don't think she'll get in there. And then I walk in there. It's only happened twice, but then I, like, see a spot on on that rug, and I'm like, okay, well, yeah. you've lost that privilege. But I mentioned that to my mom, and she was like, yeah, I talked to your dad. Like, we are prepared. Like, you don't have to feel bad if she, like, pees. I'm guessing that's why you brought that up. And I was like, no. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I just assumed that she was going to pee when I bring her home at some point. She's going to pee on something. Yeah, she's a puppy. I didn't say felt bad about it. Like, (laughs) she's a puppy. It's probably going to happen. We have dogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she, uh, the way that she like was like, it's okay. And I was <laughs> like, sweet. Yeah, I guess. But I was not worried about it. <laughs> <laughs> Next, oh, when you find the credit card machine G spot on the first try. Oh,
2: that's satisfying. When
1: you, especially now that everything is like tap yeah. to pay, I. Never quite know where you're supposed to touch it. Because it
2: changes depending on the machine. Yeah.
1: And so sometimes you end up just kind of waving it all around. It's so like, embarrassing. In the face of the cashier. Yeah. Just kind of wiping it all over the place, yeah. hoping for the best. But when you hit that spot immediately and you hear the little machine orgasm. Yeah. Nothing like it. Mm. Nothing like it. And finally, stickers. Okay. Stickers are unappreciated. I saw TikTok and I, I, I agree with it, which is that if they want to ensure that everybody votes always, they need to make those stickers like collectible items, change oh. change them every election, make them. So when it's Alex
2: like, got the Halloween one, I was like, fuck. There I, was a w- Halloween one? Yeah. He voted on Halloween day and he it, the sticker was orange and had little black bats all over it. And I was like, what the fuck? Well, I should have voted cost- that day.
1: Yeah. Because then I w- I'd be like, OK, I'm going to vote early every day.
2: Right, 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 right. But uh, yearly, you know, whatever that year is, it should be a special sticker. Absolutely. Yeah,
1: but I actually, um, I'm like considering implementing a sticker system to motivate myself.
2: Okay. (laughs) I mean, it works for five year
1: olds. Yeah, and Kimmy Schmidt because she is emotionally stunted.
2: Right. (laughs)
1: <laughs> but I just am like, I do appreciate the reward system. Uh-huh. Um, I do the New York Times crossword every day, brag. And uh, I do like when you're on a streak and it shows up on the app as like when you've done it every day in a row, it gives you a little star. Yeah, And I love that. And I'm like, how can I do that? So I like bought a calendar and I bought stickers and I'm like yeah. every day I do a thing I'm gonna give myself a sticker. You
2: know that you also can do like custom stickers. Sticker Mule used to sponsor Joe Firestone's podcast, <gasps> uh, Doctor Game Show. So that's some free advertising for everybody. Ooh! You uh, can make little truffle stickers
1: or dicks
2: or dicks. Yeah, just famous dicks. Yeah. Famous I don't. I don't know. I don't know if they'll, <laughs> know if they'll d- print those. Right, well, but it depends if they can.
1: On, yeah, if I have permission from the dick holder.
2: Right. Or just if they print dicks. I, right. I don't know if they would do that. But if they do, then yeah, for sure.
1: But yeah, I just think stickers are an I mean, under... Christmas is coming. Yeah, they're an underappreciated resource. I think stickers are beautiful. Just the fact that you can have a picture that's sticky and put it wherever you want and decorate stuff is beautiful. And I it makes me happy. Beautiful. And that is it for this week's Deep Dive. All right, we're almost there. We're almost at the end of the show. But first, even though we just did Chasers, we're going to do our Chasers of the Week. It's all the good stuff that helps the bad shit go down easier. But first, of course, is Do Better White People, where we highlight some anti-racism resources and other actions we can take to make our world a little bit better. Um, This month, as we've been doing for the past few weeks, we're focusing on fighting hunger. It's Thanksgiving week. Uh, We're thankful for all the stuff that we have, but of course there are many people who are facing hunger and don't have all of the resources that many of us have. So we're highlighting Feeding America, which is the biggest network of food banks in the country. We're going to put that link in our bio you can punch your zip code in, look up your local food bank donate money, time, food, even if it's just a few dollars of course as we're heading into Thanksgiving week, the holiday season, the winter months it you know it's a nice time to give to people in need so we'll put that link in our bio and everybody can help out. Now, uh, what TV are you watching this week?
2: Same as I have been, but also The Crown is starting. I haven't watched it as of this recording, uh-huh. but by the time this episode comes out, I will have watched it. Probably all of it. So The Crown, hopefully I like it.
1: <laughs> I have watched all of it. Oh, my God. Yeah, I almost forgot about it, too. That's how quickly I watched it.
2: Wow, well, is that is that what your answer is to what you watch well, Now week? it
1: is, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I love it. I mean, it, this this season is definitely, like... Different, I guess, although okay. it doesn't feel that different. I mean, it's a new cast, right? Yeah, it's gotten like mixed reviews, I guess, from people huh. who are like, me it's a little all over in terms of like the focus. It's not really on the queen anymore. Um, um and it's like, she's dead. <laughs> um <laughs> But no, it I I still love it. There's something about watching the crown that makes me like feel like i need to be more proper in my everyday life i mean of course pinky's up like i feel like my apartment gets cleaner when i'm watching (laughs) the crown not not even a joke that's great yeah
2: you should watch the crown more just kidding you have a very clean life well Well, (laughs) not we did start this by talking about how your dog pisses everywhere so yeah
1: i mean i immediately clean it up when i see it
2: yeah yeah sure sure sure.
1: so yeah the crown i love the crown i'm probably gonna watch it from the beginning. Great. What is your non-TV chaser?
2: My non-TV chaser is this necklace that I'm wearing. (gasps) It's chutzpah. It says chutzpah on it. Uh It's Susan Alexandra. I... I have talked about Susan Alexandra's work before on the pod. I love her. I love her bags. I love everything about her. I didn't even know until a couple months ago that she was Jewish. Um, Her real name is Susan Korn with a K, and she's from the Midwest, and I love everything about everything I just said. (laughs) Um, And she came out with this Judaica line Uh that – I don't know. She just did it. I, I've i talked about it a lot with, like, my sister and some of my friends. And, like, I haven't necessarily seen a, like, designer who's, like, cool and uh, you don't necessarily, like, think of as Jewish just, like, come out with a line like this. And it's so bright and vibrant and fun. And there's been a lot of anti-Semitism lately in yeah. the news and online and in real life. And it's just, like, I haven't really been online a ton a lot of times, because of that, and because I can't stop myself from like reading comments and things like that. Yeah. And so to see a designer who I love and whose work I love, just put out Jewish joy and like bright celebratory colors and like th- like necklaces that say like Shonda and Chutzpah and Oyve, but then also like I, like celebrating diversity within Judaism with the models that she was using and stuff like that. Like I just I loved it. It truly it made me. Feel so happy. Um and I like the the line came out, and like the next day I went and just like I was like, I don't even know if I'm necessarily gonna buy something, but I like just went to the store to see it. And like I talked to two of the like girls who work there and like they're who were also Jewish, and we were talking about how much it meant to us. And it really was so special and nice. And I love Jewish joy. So it truly was my my chaser for the week, and I lo- also I mean I ended up obviously buying the chutzpah necklace, and I love it, and I've been wearing it a lot.
1: Yeah, it's beautiful.
2: Thank you. What about you? What's your t- non TV chaser? Well, mine. So something so deep and meaningful.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> compared to that. Is... I mean,
2: to be fair, the other ones I was going to talk about was either us booking our trip to Disney World, yeah. uh, or um, the fact that I leg-pressed 348 okay. pounds well, today. So, you, you know, I one. went with chutzpah. Uh, but, you know, here we are.
1: My Chaser is something else that we watched, and that was the Weird Al movie starring Daniel Ryan. Oh, my God. I can't <laughs> believe that we haven't talked about it. It's like I dreamt it. It is on the Roku channel, which right. is um, confusing. Yep. But— the Roku has a free app on iOS. So if you have an iPhone, you could just download the Roku app and it's free. Right. And you can watch the Weird Al movie for free. Starring Daniel Radcliffe. It is a spoof of biopics as a genre. Yep. It is so ridiculous. Daniel Radcliffe is so funny in it. Amazing. But maybe it was because we were very stoned when we watched it. But I, to me, was on par with Barb and Star Go to Vista Del Mar. Yeah.
2: I think, yeah. On par. Wow. Wow. I um, love that. Yeah.
1: It was – I felt the same level of like, what the fuck are we watching? But also I love every second of, of this – And also, like, it did remind me of how much when I was, like, a kid, I listened to Weird Al. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I knew every song. You
2: did. And that was awesome. And it made me want to listen
1: to Weird Al more. (laughs) I probably won't. I mean, it's definitely one of those things that's funny when you're, like, a little boy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But uh, I do remember, yeah, I remember one Christmas getting a boombox with a Weird Al CD and playing it on repeat. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, just the fact that Daniel Radcliffe, who is insanely jacked, like, so I am distractingly him, hot.
2: I love so yeah. much. I just think. Thank you, Daniel Radcliffe.
1: But also Quinta Brunson was in it oh as Oprah. was so good.
2: The whole cast, and they there filmed was so that many movie in 18 days. It's yeah. insane, and it was, ooh, I loved it. I loved it, I loved it. Yeah,
1: it was truly ridiculous and amazing, and I, I recommend it as if you liked Barb and Star, you will love Weird Al, the movie. Weird, I think it's just called. Yeah. And that is it for this episode. Thanks for listening to Unhappy Hour. You can buy merch still at unhappyhourshop.com. As always, you can head to the Odyssey app or wherever you get this podcast. Follow us, rate us, review us, but only if it's nice. I don't want to hear your shit. Unhappy Hour is a production of Pineapple Street Studios. It's produced by Barry Finkel, Melissa Slaughter, Marisa Roscoe, and me, Matt Belisai. Grace Chen, Liz O'Malley, Meredith Rice, and Kirk Courtney help out with the our socials special thanks to Jenna Weiss-Herman and Max Linsky our music is by Honsdale Sue you can bother Barry at Finkelberry pie you can worship me at Matt Belisai. you can follow unhappy hour pod on Twitter and unhappy hour on Instagram for all the latest podcast buzz you can leave us a voicemail on our rant hotline at 601-600-RANT that's 601-600-7268 and that's it that's everything thank you for listening see you in two weeks uh, bye bye Oh my god, yes, 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 yes. yes. Sing it at my wedding. Sing it at my
2: wedding. (laughs) Also, I just got a text from my neighbor saying, Barry, I accidentally opened a package of yours. I thought it was for me and got very excited. We'll put it by your door. I'm sorry. It's the
3: Beyonce package. Oh,
1: I thought it was going to be onions. (laughs)